I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if I do say so myself. I've noticed that and I think our listeners have noticed too because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. This is the Sexy Unique Podcast, an exploration of Vanderpump Rules. Ain't nobody got me feeling like I'm feeling you And I'm your host, like Lara Marie like Shane Hall yeah. Everybody freeze, put your hands up We ain't about to take it easy, I hope you cakes up London with the beach, here we go so in Then we go with a friend, you we both win Hi everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sexy Unique Podcast I am here today with comedian, actress, and host of the hilarious YouTube show Baited Z-Way Oh my gosh. Hi. I'm so excited to be back. This is the best day of my life. I'm so excited. We have literally so much to talk about. It's actually insane. The levels of shit that's gone down since you were on the live show with Carrie and I. 
it's honestly nuts. And I feel like my African-American studies degree is going to come in handy as we talk about the race relations on Vanderpump Rules. It's going to come in very handy. So we're going to be talking about part two of the reunion, but we can always like call back to part one, even though I think part one was like really boring. Um, so useless. Yeah, it was very useless. Things really didn't get exciting until this week. And I honestly think that it's kind of because of all the firings that I was even like entertained by this week's reunion. I mean, I totally agree. I mean, we all saw that article in, was it Variety or Hollywood Reporter that was like, this season of Vanderpump is not the best. So it didn't get interesting until people started losing their scalps. Yeah. So we're okay. So yesterday, I've talked a little bit about the firings with Carrie on like um, our episodes of Tough Sicilian Bitches, but I want to hear your take on things. <laughs> Because I got when we were recording, I got all these texts that just started firing in. And then I was like, Oh, my God, like I was in shock. I didn't have a time. It was like there was no turnaround time to kind of process and then think so I feel like I probably also just have additional thoughts, emotions, feelings, but I want to give you a chance to weigh in. No, totally. When I was I was um, in a meeting with this woman named Alex at Point Grey, who was like mm-hmm. super funny. And we were just talking about housewives and talking about Vanderpump. Oh my God, Rules, I love and- Alex. Was it Alex yeah. McAtee? Yeah, she's yeah. been on the podcast before. Oh my God, she's awesome. She's awesome. She's yeah, so cool. she's great. So, yeah. So we were talking about uh, Vanderpump Rules and we were kind of like, oh, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, is anything going to come of this racist, um, all of these racist incidents? And then we hang up this Zoom and then I get a call from Lauren Ashley Smith and hell breaks loose and suddenly Kristen's getting fired Stassi's getting fired the two other guys whose names I forgot already got fired (laughs) I am absolutely shocked I cannot believe Bravo pulled the trigger but Bravo to the essential workers at Bravo and Evolution (laughs) who are doing the Lord's work yeah it was like I mean there was no way that they could not fire all these people after that like that was the next logical step but I'm also like next logical do you think that Jackson Brittany should still be sticking around? Like what, what about, what about Absolutely them? not. I think that Jax's time has, I mean, Jax gave us a very weak wedding. If Jax had delivered with some real drama for his wedding, then maybe we would have enjoyed ourselves. But I ultimately, I just, he's a horrible person, a horrible misogynist. And I think that his time is done. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, I would just old man, him. as Charlie would say. <laughs> exactly. 50. It's time to retire. Like <laughs> based so on ageist. his performance. I know. Like if we were, if this were the NBA and Jax had played as badly as he's performed the past two seasons, like he would be traded or gone. Exactly. So he- I feel like it would be okay to fire him just on the sole basis that he's like not bringing it in the same way that he was seasons one through six. Exactly. If if he's not going to che- cheat on Britney, why is he on my TV screen? Yeah. And if we're not going to air him it. out and make him look like an idiot and give him like a bad edit that he deserves, then I'm really not interested in getting a, like Jack's propped up as this like changed reformed yeah. man. Like he Who clearly wants a rehabilitation of him. I agree no. with you. It's a, I would take it if it felt authentic and earned and real, but I truly don't believe that he has it in himself to change like i think he is truly just a trash person 
He is a sociopath. Even like talking about Jason, I'm afraid that he's going to come to our house and like steal my sunglasses. I don't know. I'm terrified of him. <laughs> and what's even more terrifying is like, if you see the de-evolution of Brittany over the years, like how she Tragic. started out as this like sweetie and now she has been dragged down to the same level as him. Like you can see it just in her physical appearance and like countenance and like the way she holds herself and how reactive she is. And it just like, it's like you're now operating at the same level as Jack's like, and it's really exactly. sad. I mean, if you lie down with dogs, you're going to get fleas. But we should have known that a woman that would travel from Kentucky to Las Vegas with her mom to meet Jax Taylor maybe didn't wasn't all there in the first place. Yeah, true. And who would move into a Koreatown studio like a month into the relationship? You're begging with for a man trouble. who shits with the door open. I'm just saying that these things were not adding up. With a man who hangs a bicycle over his bed, which like if you live in Los Angeles, that's rule number one of like earthquake death prevention <laughs> is that you don't hang something that can kill you over your bed. Oh so like that gosh. alone should have been the red flag. That never even occurred to me. But now your mind. Wow. Genius. Yeah, like, I'm going deep here and just bringing up red flags from the jump. <laughs> <laughs> So Stassi and Kristen are gone. I'm sure that Stassi probably had maybe the worst day of her entire life yesterday because like oh, she's on like risk watch. Suicide so she's not watch doing okay. for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, do you think like, do you think this show is even going to come back for another season though? That's, that's what I wonder because, I don't think that Stassi makes the show. I actually find that Stassi in her po post when she went to New York iteration is not as dynamic and interesting as season one through season three Stassi. Agreed. I think she's a shell of her former self. So I, th I, but I don't know how this show exists without them, but I'm looking at like our swing players like Charlie, like Donica to see if they can really make it happen. Well, let's elevate Sheena. Let's bring her up. Let's see what these women can do when, when opportunity meets preparation. True. I think I've been waiting for like Sheena to be on top of the pyramid, like for a really long time. And so like, has Sheena. I, yeah. Sheena is like just sitting like Sheena. Sheena honestly like deserves the win of being yeah. featured as like our hero of a season of Vanderpump Rules because Agreed. I don't even think that she would go like Sheena kind of keeps it real in the sense that she never really comes off looking that great but she totally. still is incredibly entertaining to watch like totally she's not harmful to other people she's harmful yeah. to herself yeah, she that's yeah, exactly. And so and I would like it just as like a little bit of rubbing salt in the wound for Stassi to have like a season of Vanderpump Rules where we don't have to we're not subjected to her like hetero hell of a wedding. And oh my like, God, like we are fully like I thank Bravo just on principle for saving us from that another season of a wedding that I don't want to watch and I don't care about. No, I am 100% with you. I thank God that I don't have to deal with like a gothic wedding with ranch dip as like wedding favors. Like stop because I can't live. I'm living through hell in a pandemic and in <laughs> and, uh, and all this, this like there, there's too much going on. And so I am so blessed that I won't have to suffer through the basic bitch Bible of whatever matrimony that is. And I, I wonder what that relation, what do do Bo and Stassi break up after this? What do you think? 
I think absolutely they do. I don't I don't see a world in which they make it down the aisle. Like think like Bo's cash cow has been kicked off the farm. Like what is he going to do? Like truly, he his whole life was like he got on Vanderpump Rules, he was going on her tour with her. Like he basically had like left the casting office from whence he came and like had hitched his wagon to the train. So like I just don't see like they have to redo their entire lives, like restructure everything. The no, dream 100%, is like, over, and I don't know if they can bounce back from that. I just—it's not the this- relationship he signed up for. Exactly, he signed up to be tangentially famous on an unscripted show on uh, cable, and yeah. that's not his reality. I wonder the same thing for Britney and Jax. What happens when the lights and cameras go down and they have to live with each other? Mm-mm. That is actually Dark. maybe the darkest realization of all. Do you think that they're <laughs> going to get, do you think they're going to get fired? Do you think it's going to stop here? Like I could kind of see like Dodie. I think that Kristen Dodie's maybe one of her biggest mistakes in life, aside from like all the faith and the racist stuff that we all know about. But I think that Famously. even bigger is to, is her involvement with any of these people in the first place. Like, I kind of think that she's come out of this entire situation of being on Vanderpump rules. The whole experience with even knowing Lisa Vanderpump has been detrimental to her life as a person. I, I, I agree with you. I don't, but I, I think that's true of unscripted television. I think it's hard to come out of unscripted whole. Even mm-hmm. if you achieve a modicum of success, you lose a lot of yourself in the process. So with, so Kristen, yeah, it, all of that is like such darkness. All of that is such darkness to me. I can't even imagine. I don't know if Jax will stay on the show. I want to shout out Reddit because Reddit actually led the movement to get Stassi out of the paint because mm-hmm. they were the ones who, they got. They alerted her PR agency and alerted UTA, and so and they're doing the same thing for Jax. Yeah. So I I think that that Reddit I, Reddit is strong. Bravo Reddit is a unified union, and um, <laughs> I I just want to say that I respect them and love them, and don't ever please don't ever get mad at me. Yeah, don't get mad at me either. <laughs> please, I beg of you. I'm like, <laughs> were you surprised though that stop like at hearing these? That Stassi and Kristen no. did this? Like, was that no. shocking no. to you? Okay. Well, because Stassi has weird, like, Black Lives Matter stuff where she's like, why, what, the, like, they should stop complaining. Like, she's always bit on her Nazi chic stuff. She's yeah. always been a little, like, racist. Um, I, it's so weird that they would go to the, that length of calling the police for, for Britney. Why? I, it just is a lot to lose for Jax Taylor's relationship. Like, mind your gosh damn business. But hey, we we play ourselves. We all play ourselves eventually. Yeah. I'm like, it also, yeah, it's like, it's conflicting because I believe that they totally deserve it. But at the same time, I'm like, none of us, like, this doesn't, this isn't shocking news. No, like, if you've watched the way they've acted over the past, like, like, we've all, like, we've all sat as an audience and been like, yes, like, you are bad people. We live, we live to see it. But I don't know. It just it, it feels kind of weird to then have it turn back. And then I wonder what the like how it will turn back and ride itself. Like, I personally, I don't want to see. I don't want to see a Vanderpump rules where everyone is like, acting not foolish, 
but I don't no, know I if totally that version agree. exists without having some element of like problematic. I don't know. I don't know. I think I I think that that is like such a great point because we watched this show for tra- I think Naomi Fry talks about this. We watched this show for problematic people, right? Yeah, and people that don't change. We want them people to who don't change in their like horrible bubbles so we can say it kind of makes like I came into it being like I love watching these idiots it makes me feel better about my sad life like exactly oh sorry I said Naomi I meant Naomi but exactly that so like Naomi talks about she she like Instagram and she was like yeah like these are trash people so we're watching sexist misogynist homophobic racist people and that's kind of the entertainment but have has the snake eaten itself right Mm -hmm. because we can't we're we're chastising these people for being exactly who they said they were in the first place. But maybe this is an indictment of us for liking these shows. Yeah. And maybe I'm not such a great person after all. Oh my God. Am I crying <laughs> blood? Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, and also, I mean, I think the, like if we're going to run, if we're going to start like a real conversation about accountability in, yeah, television like i and especially in reality television i feel like it has to run up the chain to like network execs at some point Mm. like it can't just end at like the cast members of vanderpump rules like because in long term firing stassi and Kristen doesn't really do anything for the movement or the culture like it's a good Mm. it's a good start it's an action of like it's an action of like solidarity but yeah who are the people like there are people above them making bigger, more impactful decisions. But what we're watching right now is unprecedented in history because True. we're watching like this racial reckoning where people who are formerly never held accountable in their life have not faced any consequences to their horrible, heinous, racist, homophobic actions, sexist actions are being told that you can't do that and you're going to get fired. And we're watching yeah. people resign it's only Wednesday and how many people in media have resigned because of their actions. And yes, it took too long, but maybe this is not, this is not the end all be all. Maybe this is the beginning of a like reckoning really. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I'm getting like a little radical. I'm like over here, like let's change the world folks. You're I'm here for it. I'm here for it. And I'm like, it's just a it's a weird headspace to be in because I'm like all here for it. But then it's like I still yeah. crave trash on TV. And I don't know where you can I wonder if it's like the end of the genre or a shifting of reality television as a genre, or like, I mean, what the long term future of it is. No, that's such a salient point. But it might be the end of a genre. But what has this genre brought us but the presidency? You know, maybe know. Yeah, we have totally. to sit with our punishment and be like, Hey, you can't, you can't watch your shows for like a minute, but who's to say, who's your favorite uh, Bravo person? That's hard to say. I mean, I love, like, I love the housewives of New York because they're messy. Like I just, I love the messiness. That's what I love the most. And I love, I love like the mirror that it holds up to like society as a whole. And I kind of think even watching the collapse of reality TV as a genre ends up being a mirror of the like collapse of our society in a way and like a restructuring or rebuilding and it's like the most meta of all because it is like it is the ultimate like the lack of the entertainment is actually the ultimate mirror 
Totally. It's because it's like the idea that the social contracts that Saucy did this action years ago and she Mm. thought she was in the clear. But the social contracts that she thought were okay in 2016, which were not, by the way, Mm -hmm. have changed in 2020. And as a result, she is fired. So so that that's really interesting to watch how society grows and evolves. Um, That's really weird. I wish that we had cameras on Saucy right now to see her. Uh, spiral because that would be very good television mm-hmm. i will say honestly my favorite reality stars are portia williams who is not problematic she's actually like a young freedom fighter like martin luther king in training hosea williams in training like mm-hmm. and i what i like about her is how kind of um she's so kind and like docile and like bubbly but the darkness that i love is the kim richards Kyle richards which isn't like it doesn't live on race like beverly hills actually actively avoids race and when brandy brandy glenfield talks about how black people can't swim and that was like oh absolutely not we hate that so Mm -hmm. i like the darkness and interpersonal relationships i hate the racist shit i hate the homophobic shit it makes me feel like bummed out to be alive Yeah, that part is like very gross. It's more what is more interesting is like the interpersonal drama. And just like the friendship dynamics in a circle of people who are actively battling like various addictions, personality disorders, um, and like are basically like broke down and out Hollywood losers (laughs) that then got a show. (laughs) And it's like if you can't find seven non-racist losers in Hollywood, then we have a bigger problem. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, we're doomed, honey. (laughs) Yeah, I just wonder, I wonder, like, with Dodie being, like, fired in a loose cannon, I feel like, I feel like she will burn everything to the ground. Oh, she is, she she is going to stalk the cast of Vanderpump Rules. Like, if I was Ariana, I would not, I would sleep with one eye open because Jodi will be there haunting her for the rest of her lifetime. Jodi is mm-hmm. because Jodi doesn't think that this is her fault. I don't think I don't know if either of them had real accountability in their apologies. Yeah, they didn't. If I was gonna like rate them, I would have said I thought Dodie's sounded a little more authentic. But even that, it's like you can't make you can't apologize and make an excuse for your actions in the same. It exactly. doesn't work. Say like sorry. That. Like, that's not Say an sorry apology. Blank. Yeah, yeah. You and name exactly what you did. You say you're sorry for it. And then like, that's it. You don't get a like, if you're going to defend yourself, you defend yourself in another way. Or, yeah, I mean, it's just exactly. not the place in an apology. And it shows a lot of hubris to, to, to not even be able to humble yourself to the point and say, hey, let me just take this L. Because it's like, we don't care if you're, well, we do care if you're sorry, but we don't know if you're actually sorry. Lie to us. Give us your best acting reel. This is your chance. Prove something. But they couldn't even do that. Yeah, it's a disappointing all around. It's disappointing, but not surprising. And like, I'm just excited to like see what happens next. Uh, Charlie, let's make Charlie center. Charlie gets promoted. Absolutely. We need Danica is the new Kristen. I was DMing you. Yeah, she is like, she is exactly like Dodie Jr. So we're fine there. Like it's no harm, no foul. We'll still get that crazy energy. Plus she is like a breathalyzer in her car, which I'm also alarming. I need to know way more about. Um, Did you see Lisa Vanderpump's apology, by the way? Yeah. I don't buy that. I don't buy it. I think Lisa knows everything that's going on. I think everyone involved knows everything that's going on. I don't think you can claim 
yeah, you can't claim ignorance. Like I knew about them saying this shit about faith when they said it uh, two years ago. Like I saw it all happen. I'm pretty sure I heard like so and like somewhere Stassi and Kristen saying that they called the cops on her. They did. Like, yeah. And like, so it's not like it was all out there as a thing. It's just kind of now that the optics of it can like affect other people negatively that's where it seems like there's a scramble to kind of right the wrongs. Exactly. And just let me just throw out and I'm not I'm I'm pretty sure this, but I could be wrong and I'm okay with being wrong. But I'm pretty sure that Lisa Vanderpump's apology, quote unquote, didn't even use the word race. And I think if you're apologizing at this time, at this moment in history, 2020, for something racist or racist things that you are tangentially involved in, you got to say the word racist or racism. You can't say racially insensitive. You have to say racist. And that will that will go so much farther. So, so that's just a word to the wise. Any of your listeners ever apologize? Please heed my warning. Please. Yeah. Use the word racist. Yes. Let me be the word. Let me be the Olivia Pope to your race, racially motivated attacks. <laughs> What is the different? I think this is like actually a good learning point. If you don't mind, like, can like talking about it a little more of racist sure. versus like racially insensitive. Like, but what does that mean? Like, what does racially insensitive mean? I don't. It does mean I, racist, I but just with a, like a lighter, nicer way of saying racist. Exactly, a wider racist way light. of saying racist. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's like racist light, right? That doesn't mm-hmm. exist. You can't. It's not a. a an ale beer that you can drink instead so it's not too heavy like you have to drink your guinness and take it so if you're doing something racist you got to call it by its name or else this problem is going to keep coming up over and over again yeah you have to call spade diet racism it doesn't exist honey Mm -hmm. it's either it's either racist or it's not yeah i guess it's just like a hard and also this is like all white fragility stuff but it's like it's hard it's hard to be called out and think that sucks. Yeah. And just, it feels like almost, it feels like it's all a judgment on your character as a human being. And like, suddenly you're this awful person and like unforgivable because I think we do associate racism with like actual aggressive acts of like either murder or, you know, violence when it is actually, there are so many things that are racist that, aren't as overt as that totally we're in i mean in school we're taught like the racists are the ones who wear the white hoods and that's it and it's like there's more nuance than that and i don't think that doing something racist makes you a bad person i just think that it makes you racist and i think like I, i think it's really that simple like if you don't defend if you don't stand up against white supremacy, you're part of white supremacy. Like it's just that it's, that's just what it is. And so Mm -hmm. it's like, don't take it as a personal attack. Just take it as a moment to say, Hey, like I'm not perfect. And I need to check myself before I wreck myself because being racist is not just to the detriment of the black people, people of color around you. It's also to the detriment of society because it holds all of us back and we can't thrive if we're being oppressive. Yeah. And also, if you're not being like honest and forthcoming and like saying, speaking to exactly what it is, like without that kind of clarity, no one can really move forward either. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, so this basically justice for faith. Can you, how poetic that faith's name is faith and that it took several years for her to get her comeuppance, but when it came, honey, 
it it's you know justice is an eagle soaring yeah. high tonight <laughs> i'm like faith must be having just like the t- week of her fucking life oh she's keep she is going viral, viral in all the best. Well, not all the best ways because she was obviously abused by her coworkers. But this is a best case scenario. Was not physically hurt, thank God. And the people who wronged her were punished. Yeah, and I was glad too that like once she was off Vanderpump Rules, that she didn't just disappear into the ether. Like it was. Yes. I was glad to see that she went on to like another show where she's been like succeeding and like killing it because I yeah, feel the like MTV too industrial often. Complex. Yeah, like, too often when you become, like, this slut of a show or, like, you fuck, like, the grossest guy on a show, like, I feel like, especially with, like, Dodie, it was like, oh, you're this person now. And, like, you're kind of put in that box. And especially, I think, historically on Vanderpump Rules, a show with, like, pretty much zero diversity, it would have been, like, too easy for her to all but disappear. So, yeah. I mean, and Vanderpump Rules really did, yeah, they really did do her dirty, and they. Uh, can we also talk about um, Lala using a black scent? If we're just going to put everything on the table, I yeah. need her to stop talking like that, Lauren from, from the Utah. Jump. She's kind of <laughs> toned it down to only when she's interacting with other with black people, where she then puts it back good. on again, which is ev- maybe even worse than just using it twenty four seven. Can I tell you one thing that that sticks with me forever? One time I was in an audition at. Uh, one time I was in an audition, I won't say where, and it was there was a bunch of rappers there, and this white guy was talking to all the, the bl- rap, black rappers with a black accent, being like, yo, what's up? Like, you know what I'm fucking what I'm saying. And when he talked to me, he talked in a proper accent, and I was like, oh my God, like, oh my God, like, he, you know, like, wow, what does that say about me? And that's the worst experience of my life, and I'll never forget it. That so, is a uh, particular <laughs> trauma. <laughs> I was really like, hurt. Excuse I was like, oh my me, God. can you just keep up what you were doing earlier? Please? Yeah, like, please be just racist. Just fucking respect. Yeah. I know. It was tough. It was honestly tough. <laughs> yeah, no more black scent for Lala. I mean, her personal style, too, has evolved, like, somewhat out of, like, the cultural appropriation. Like, teeny Were you, bit. What are you talking about? Don't you lie to remember when she first came on the scene and she was wearing, like, she was wearing like huge hoop earrings and like do rags. Like, yes, she in the was start. doing that. Yeah, that's true. But she did also wear the JLo outfit at like Pride last year. True. And she did wear like a really heinous outfit to meet Raquel that I feel I was like, hmm, I don't trust this. Oh, wait, let's talk about the reunion. What do you think about Lala's apology to Raquel? I think that Lala. I don't buy anything she says. I think that she's like a performer at this point. Like, I think she's gone, like, she's lost credibility with me. As soon as she got all the witches of WeHo on a private jet and then became friends with them, like, directly afterwards, I was like, I don't trust this person anymore. Yeah, I used to, Lala used to, when Lala was getting bullied, I loved her um, as an underdog. I just thought that they were sec, they were shame, slut shaming her, and I really, really identified with her. Um, but I agree with you. Now to see her on top, I'm just not, it just doesn't leave a great taste in my mouth. And she really does pick on people who are really passive and weaker than her. I think it's kind of like a bad look. Yeah, it's a terrible I wanna, look. And yeah. she spews nonsense. Like, the, she spews I think- nonsense. Yeah, the words that come out of her mouth make absolutely zero sense. And she like, just looks like an idiot. 
at the end of the day. I loved when Raquel was like, when she, when Lala was like, you, you make me want to hit myself on a table. And Lala was like, then do it. <laughs> do you remember that? Uh, very, very funny. Raquel is, it was funny to me. Um, okay. What else happened during the, what else? okay. So fun- Sandoval was like screaming oh, yes. at Jax. It kind of opened up with the second part where he's like, Screaming at him and then brings up how Jack's like expected all this like grand showiness from him and being and he was being like, you expected me to like fly in and surprise you. You expected your mom to fly in after all the shit that you've said about her. And then everyone kind of led by Lala is like, don't led bring parents Lala. into this. Don't. Put, and I'm like, why wouldn't you bring parents into this? Like Jax has he brought, brought his, his mom, mom into, it. into it from the exactly. first place. Exactly. You are preaching the gospel. Are you Jesus? I mean, because yes. this is the truth. <laughs> I'm actually like, no, because Jesus was black, but <laughs> <laughs> shout out, shout out, a disciple, a disciple. <laughs> um, yeah, but like, why wouldn't I hate it when the cast all like decides arbitrarily that they're all going to adhere to like this group think rule? Like, why wouldn't we yeah. talk about Jackson, his mom? He literally sat for most of the season leading up to his wedding being like, I hate my mom. I don't talk to her anymore. Like he is the one that initiated the mom conversation. A hundred percent. And also, here's the bigger thing. Why would you do that to your mom? Yeah. What That's went horrible. down? I want to actually know the truth of what went down. And I feel like holding Jax to a standard of like making him answer for his actions in this case, like why would you think what happened with your mom? And then why would you think that she's going to come surprise you at your wedding when you just like hung her out to dry on national television? Yeah, following it's just, like a traumatic so, death of your father like what like i want to yeah. actually i'm curious like how does your mind work that you would come to that conclusion i mean he is a so he's he's a narcissist if i've ever yeah. seen one on television he is so self-absorbed and the that he is so jealous of tom and tom like when lisa when lisa was congratulating them about investing in the like the astroturf park next to tom tom where they would have a garden and <laughs> the ponzi just, scheme you know like whatever um he and he was just absolutely salty just seething with rage as the, everyone's congratulating them he's so he's a hater yeah he's a jealous hater he's jealous, a jealous hater, hater number one um and he has to mute everyone which i was really obsessed with that and then Jack said he at one point still envisioned growth. Well, it was really confusing actually in the finale when he like, and he and Tom Sandoval decide not to be friends, but then he's like off to the side talking to Lisa, like Coke speaking, being like, I want to grow old with him. Like, that's why I have this tattoo on my forearm. I'm like, what are you even saying? Like, you're literally just spinning off the face of the planet. He is so weird. Wait, also, I was, I actually didn't, don't remember when he got the uh, Tom tattoo. When did that happen? I think it was a couple seasons ago, but it was on his forearm and it says Tom, Tom, and I. That's so weird. Isn't that wild? He's not like, I mean, his tattoos aren't great to begin with. Like, his tattoo sensibility really sucks ass. But, like, that in particular feels like a very poorly worded statement yeah yeah that he needs to go to that reiki therapist again because that man needs a lot of help (laughs) imagine (laughs) if his reiki therapy would have actually worked and like he became like a transformed like spiritual human being i wish i don't know what i don't i wonder if having i don't know what else i don't think there's anything on earth that would change that man not even having children 
No, I don't think anything will. I think that especially like being given a platform and fame has like actively harmed him and pushed him more into the box of psychosis that he'll never be able to escape from. But he's always going to, he's like a lost cause at this point. Yeah. He's a lot. He's, he's a lost cause. The only people I can get behind right now on Vanderpump rules, um, Katie and Mm -hmm. Bubba only because they, 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 didn't say much during the reunion, which I respect. I like people who listen and not talk too much. Um, <laughs> unlike what I usually do. And then Ariana, Tom, I think I just like the Toms. Like, I just want to see the Tom, Tom spinoff. Who would have thought that Katie would have come out of this entire, like tenure of Vanderpump rules, actually looking great at the end. That was honestly really and- a twist. I wasn't expecting shocking. And she looked the prettiest she's ever looked during that reunion. She looked gorgeous. Like her glam was gorgeous. on point. I liked the yeah. dress. I was like, okay, like you're really, you're getting your look together. And I appreciate, I feel respected by her making that decision. Wow. Also, um, James, DJ James Kennedy, um, happy for his sobriety. I'm happy for his sobriety. I'm like, I feel like shit's gone down between he and Kristen that like no one speaks on. And what like, do you mean? Like, I feel like there's probably there's probably like just dark shit about their relationship that hasn't come to light. And that's why she like holds such a grudge against him. And I find him abusive towards her. Even even like I was rooting for him during the sobriety storyline. But yeah. as soon as he turned his anger back to Kristen, I was I thought it was um, I just didn't I just didn't see why I, yeah. I don't like the way he talks to her. It makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, it makes me really uncomfortable and it makes me uncomfortable to watch everyone else like applaud him and then also not call him out for that feels like there's a disconnect there. I mean, the show is wildly misogynistic. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that's obvious and like, (laughs) if if anything, that's too like to go back to the firings. It's like it took all this for them to like throw these women under the bus without holding men on the show to the same standard granted like granted that they weren't the ones that are like pressing call when it comes to calling the cops but like i'm sure they've done tweet about it yeah jack tweeted about it and like britney said shit too so it's like you guys are not like it is wildly misogynist so that's like the disappointing part do we just throw the whole show away i don't know that's the thing is like i don't know how a show predicated on people like being their worst selves can then get woke and like function in the same way. No, exactly. That's why it was a hard space for Billy to function because she was brought there as she was brought there to be something that the show wasn't willing to let her be. No, like she was tokenized first and foremost. And then whenever she brought shit up, like rightly being like Stasi, I think what you said about Black Lives Matter is racist. Then it was like, oh, my God, this angry trans woman is on the exactly. loose. Like, it's like, no, that's not what happened. Like Stasi said racist shit on her podcast for years and has been like called for out years for I years. Actually, I love Billy's Twitter right now. I don't know if you follow her, but she's oh, been no, tweeting I need about to follow. Yeah, she's been tweeting about how it's time to get Jax out of the paint as well because he's just as guilty of transphobia, homophobia, uh, sexism, racism. And I'm like, yeah, really, like, preach. Finally, someone speaks truth to power. Jax literally, I think, asked Billy if she had a vagina when she first I know, was that's on the horrible. show. It's actually horrible. I can't even. 
It's it's so it's actually disgusting. Why do we watch this show? Why do we watch all these? We're all we're all somewhat complicit. We all are Ah! like we're somewhat complicit in like this downfall. Oh my god! Reckoning start with Stassi, but end with us? Question mark? Send tweets? Perhaps. (laughs) I couldn't help but wonder. wonder. (laughs) (laughs) No budget. We do. We're horrible. (laughs) Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A new quarter brings new goals. But what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? 
That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Sheena versus Dana. I fucking am here for Sheena no matter what. Like, no no one will take my love for Sheena away from me. Yeah, Dana sucks. She's boring as shit. She didn't bring anything to the table. She didn't even try this season. She was, like, romantically involved with two of the, like, worst people. Like, just in terms of, like, their lame energy. Like, that from that alone if you take out the racist tweets and we and they never did that we never knew about that i would still be like these guys suck ass so like i hate dana and like sheena's jealousy monologue i want to perform okay, that, that as funny. a one woman show. yeah i was gonna say that, that was kind of funny <laughs> working herself to a point of like tears is truly and then the inhaler clip i was like this is our queen like we need more i know i would so i think that sheena has always been the star of vanderpump rules our introduction into vanderpump rules was via sheena and then Mm -hmm. blondes no offense to you but blondes kind of take the spotlight with stassi and with dana um but i we have to we have to represent and support women of hair color like sheena shea Mm -hmm. yes brunettes are Brunettes are worthy of love. And they're worthy of art. (laughs) I need to reckon with my own brunette shame and really come to terms (laughs) with how I need to cover that up with highlights. (laughs) I love Danica admitting she doesn't wear underwear at Sir is disgusting. Disgusting, but also on brand like of course I, i'm sure no one wears underwear at sir has anyone been to sir can like attest the food is vile the t- like the working exactly. conditions are vile some lady allegedly got food poisoning so bad she was on all fours vomiting and shitting in the middle of the shut restaurant up. last year shut up no You're there fucking was lying. i'm not lying there was a lawsuit from someone that went shut to sir she, she ordered a, like a fish with the orange sauce and she got brutally devilishly satanically ill and had to be rushed to cedars and was in the icu for like three days You're trying to recover no way she was in the intensive care unit yes she from the literally could have lost her life from orange <gasps> fish sauce and like no. this got shoved down shoved down i don't know where i don't know what the latest is if anyone has any news justice for this woman who shit herself wow. in the middle of sir a sexy, unique restaurant. It was not that restaurant. night. Yeah. Sexy, unique because- restaurant. restaurant. <laughs> I need like, I need updates. That is absolutely bu- wild. I didn't know that. I've been to Sir. I ordered a drink. So I was, I will say I was annoying because I kept saying, where's Lisa? Where's Lisa? And they were like, Lisa's not here. But Guillermo was there. And so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was at pump. Guillermo was there. And I was like, I don't want to talk to you um i ordered a a drink i ordered a cosmo or something and it just tasted like pepto-bismol that's all i remember yeah the drinks are terrible i remember i went there 
I've been there a lot, but like I went there on my birthday. Oh, okay, what? <laughs> Full disclosure. I went there on my 29th birthday. I remember Jax was bartending and I was like, <gasps> no way. Yes. It was back like back when they were still like actually working there. And I was like, it's my birthday tonight. Like, will you make me like a special drink? And he was so rude about it. And like all what the drinks were bad. Hmm. What did he say to you? He was just like dismissive and like his attitude was rude. Then my best friend, she was like, what beer do you have on tap? And he goes, we don't do that here. Like shading her for like wanting to drink beer, like saying like they don't drink beer at sir. That's weird. I mean, horrible, horrible people that we've made famous mm-hmm. <laughs> as we do a podcast about these people. Yeah, it's on us. The onus lies on me. No, counterpoint, counterpoint. What if um, we're not complicit and actually we are good people? We're no facts, people. no context to back it up. <laughs> I think that as cultural commentary, which is how I view all these shows, my out for being a fan, my intellectual out for being maybe too much of a fan at times, I think it's really important. I think it tells us a lot about like ourselves as an audience and just like as a society. As a whole. Agreed. And the, I think Agreed. Vanderpump Rules is one of the shows that's done one of the like most radical jobs of that. If you really watch it, wow. I don't I think the last two seasons are not are don't they're not up to par, but like seasons one through six is truly like a manifesto of humanity and like what wow, is wrong and masculinity. With the world. Masculinity. Definitely addiction ego relationships love heteronormative like etc like it you can put anything even i would even venture to say racism and like race relations like definitely yeah so that's the lens that i view it through uh yes so we are the heroes yeah geniuses heroes crusaders (laughs) do you hear that fake clapping (laughs) that's for us people are okay also yeah (laughs) Can we talk about them clapping for the essential workers during the reunion? Yeah, that I was like, great. That does nothing. Love that. Like, please just donate like, money, guys. Moving. Like, yeah, keep yeah. Let's it get moving. the PPE up and popping. <laughs> Stop. Lala tries to come for Charlie and and actually all the new girls, and she's like, "You bitches wouldn't have lasted two seconds when I first came on the scene." And I was just like, "Excuse me, like you left the show." You literally left the the show unannounced and then had like came crawling back with your tail between your legs. So like you didn't even last. Let's talk about the fact that Lala was bullied off the show and was saved by Sheena and Ariana's grace. And she thanks them by being so cruel to them them because she's in the witches of WeHo click. So I just don't have any respect for her. No, she's not like a loyal. Her values are completely in the wrong place and have been since the beginning, as it turns out, which is the most frustrating element about it all, because she came off as like she was like a hero to me for a while. I was like feminist icon Lala Ken. No, but legit. Yes, truly. And then she's betrayed all of us by hopping on her man's private jet. And giving Katie a free ride. That's all it took. That's all it took. I'm like, how 
like into air travel are you people really like yeah where are you guys going yeah you guys like go on a 45 minute jet ride to like vegas and back and suddenly you're just like forgiving her like no one has a spine and no one really stands for anything on this show aside from maybe ariana but like i love ariana so i love ariana i i think i don't think she should be on the show i think that she's she is too good for the show I think that she has class and she's clearly the smartest person. Her best kept secret is that she's actually smart. Um, and I think, yeah, but I love her because she, she calls him out. Like she, that's why Jax hates her is because she has a semblance of decency enough to say like, Hey, doing a prank where you pretend to call the police is like weird and bad and like extremely tone deaf in this climate and slash all climates. Yeah. Like her, Uh, My heart broke when, like, earlier in the season, she was, like, basically being, like, I'm so depressed. I'm, like, near suicidal, like, ideation central. And, like, I really think a lot of that probably, I mean, I don't know, like, I don't know her background to, like, a big extent. But I think a lot of it probably involves being on a show like Vanderpump Rules. That would make me fucking depressed, too. I think she's too good for the show. Yeah. And I we see that. I think we'll see it next episode when she's like, I am garbage. That's why I'm on the show. Like, that is why we're here. I was like, whoa, this is like pulling back the curtain to an insane I degree. No. When Ariana was like, um, if Tom was such a good actor, why would he be on Vanderpump Rules? I was like, tea, girl. That's yeah. the tea. No one. No one's re- I don't think they're ready to like hear that. That's like the oh first God. time anyone's voiced that to their faces. Like I've said that a lot on this podcast over the years, but like never like I wouldn't even necessarily say that to their faces. Like that almost is like it's too much. That they're all failed actors and that this is this is their chance at whatever. This is their final chance at like relevancy in a world that was ready to like forget them and have them move what? back to where they came from. Oh, I saw. Was it wasn't Stassi on this reality show called Queen Bees and Wannabes or some mm-hmm. shit? Yeah. Um, on like the noggin question. What does Stassi do after this? I mean, truthfully, I think she could. Like her podcast was taken off of its network, but that doesn't mean she can still like independently podcast. I feel like she's gonna just start her podcast back up and go on Patreon and make a killing there. Like her fan, her fan base, like they're here for her you know what i mean i was lurking the comments to see kind of take the temperature and see like what the reaction was and it was extremely 50 50 yeah i've been following accountability for stassi Mm -hmm. um which is like this like wild instagram that's just like basically bullying people into not leveling stassi but there's a rival one called like justice for stassi and it has stand up for stassi oh stand up for stassi (laughs) (laughs) even stupid that's the worst name by the way it's Uh, terrible (laughs) her like i think her family now like i guess nikolai came out of the woodwork and did like a huge video that got taken down and then her mom dana is like sign this petition to get stassi on vanderbump rules i'm like no that's not the petition you need to be signing and it's also not gonna happen so like move on you know that's actually a very good point of all the things to sign with police brutality and like confederate monuments and you know pandemic and people getting not enough resources they want us to sign a petition that says get my racist daughter back onto her reality tv show she got fired from yeah like no 
And I'm also like, there's a part of me too where I'm like, I, yes, come for all these people. Like, let's level the playing field and like take all, take the racists out of our TVs. But I'm also mm. like, let's also donate a lot of that energy to like fighting things that matter way more, like everything mm-hmm. you just named. Like, if you're down to like, really like be posting a lot about how like Stasi deserves to be fired you should also be like <laughs> you should also be like signing petitions donating keep that to, same like, energy yeah keep that same energy across all platforms not just when it comes to bravo mm, that's a really interesting point so I sometimes because it sometimes feels like it's like okay this is a nice distraction but like not the biggest fish to fry in the midst I of think everything it's- I agree with you. I think it's complicated because it's like this is representative of like seeing Stassi lose job val- validate me and thinking, wow, people can't get away with this in my real life. Like yeah. such a blatant example of like, OK, you do something bad. You get you're racist. You should get fired. Like textbook example. So it, it's vindicating. That's why you see all housewives like Porsche and Nini and like the Married to Medicine girls commenting on like the Bravo post and the Andy because it's it feels good to finally say hey like you guys matter enough for us to give a shit for one of our highest performing most successful stars so that's good but i do i think that that um what's the word like visibility is great but right we should use the energy to like go outside and like protest for rights for civil rights (laughs) what were you rights. doing what were you doing during the civil rights movement of the 2020s oh i was getting, getting stassi taking the fuck out <laughs> hey you know what shout out shout out you know every everybody has their job as mr rogers said look for the helpers yeah it's a worthwhile effort don't get me wrong and like i think that <laughs> to see also i agree with you on the visibility aspect of like seeing that level of like white girl like princess white privilege energy get taken down a notch like is really important because like people vindicated yeah and i think also like her audience which i i'm gonna assume is mostly other like white women for the most part like i think that they kind of need to see that they're not the most important voices in the room and like that that like representation of like basic like basic privilege like white girl is not something to be revered and propped up and given as much attention as it's been given over the years yeah taking down this kind of idol i i ultimately feel good about so if anything stassi schroeder is like the christopher columbus of the (laughs) vanderpump rules universe (laughs) relic of the past a relic of the, the past. Party. Yeah. What's happened on the reunion? I'm trying to remember. Charlie Max, was gorgeous. Charlie oh, was Max. gorgeous. Max and Sheena like hooked up in Palm Springs while he was dating Dana. And he was saying that they played a game in Palm Springs where they were making out, but then didn't really finish that thought. And then basically they slept in the same bed. And then Sheena was like, yeah, and I blew him. So, and I just love like, Again, I think everyone came for Sheena instead of being like, Max, you're a piece of shit. Max is a dog. He's a dog. Like, we'll literally fuck anything. And I don't think everyone's, like, really understanding that. 
Yeah, I just don't like the way I wouldn't mind. I don't mind people who hook up with whoever, like do whatever, live your life. We're only yeah. we're here for a good time, not a long time. But <laughs> the way that he slut shames Sheena, he's like, she wanted it so bad. Yeah, right. Like, like, stop, dude. You, you, like, Sheena's hot. You, you. Oh, I can't. I'm, yeah. I'm it getting too low. Yeah. Like you had to have a boner in order for her to put her mouth on it. So it's not like, it's not like it was like a one-sided thing. Well, it's like, it's, yeah, it's just either you consented to it or you did not And if you did not then that's horrible. But like speak, speak clearly, speak from, don't speak from both sides of your mouth. Like it's, it's unhinged. Yeah. And then he says it wasn't like an actual hookup because he stopped her like mid blowjob and was like, I can't do this. I'm like, okay, like you're not like a respectful king. Like you're still dating someone (laughs) and sleeping in the bed of another woman. So like that doesn't even matter. Exactly. Like you're not Mahatma Gandhi. This is not like a freedom crusade. You are not like some idol that we should be worshiping as a leader. You are, you are a cheater and a liar. And, and you're wh- however you like that pie not even that cute yeah he's he's not i'm not attracted to him during the show i will say during this reunion he had a he had a tan that may i don't know he's like he has he definitely if i had to choose between him and brett it would obviously be Max because Brett makes me so physically uncomfortable in my own skin like i can't oh really why z way like does he not do that to you i'm confused wait i'm confused that anyone that looks hot right oh my god no he is hot did you see that oh wait we have to talk about that like montage of them being at home stay at home but i I thought he was kind of seizure right now thinking about it wait why are you he just i don't know what it is like he's it's his faces that he makes in the camera and he's just like he takes himself so seriously and is like so seriously a very try hard like put on sexual vibe that i it just is like it's and it's so performative just gives me it makes me feel sick it just i'm like he's, truly my skin crawls to think about it yeah he's a youtuber like yeah. through and through and he's so like i TikTok, think all like, yeah he is the tiktok I, boys that pretend to be your boyfriend it's a no for maybe, me no. on the binary. It's a zero. You know what? Maybe that is the conditioning of white supremacy that I would say that any guy that this show puts in front of me, I'm like, oh, yeah, he's hot. Maybe I have to look inwards at myself and say, Z-Way, instead of thinking he's hot, why aren't you attracted to yourself? Mm-hmm. Good. Great point. Another salient <laughs> point was made. <laughs> Guys, by the way, I'm just kidding. I'm actually not um, as dumb as I come across. I promise. Like, I'm actually no. not a white supremacist just in case no no No, you are not (laughs) unless sheena gave max a comfortable blowjob that's disgusting i all of the top i just so i it's complicated right because you don't want to slut shame sheena she i i'm i'm empowered by sheena wanting to live her life and have sex with whoever but the way that people make fun of sheena makes me viscerally uncomfortable but maybe that's just maybe that that's my own stuff that i have to deal with um but it makes me uncomfortable like Stasi trying to come for her and be like that's not comfortable like blah 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 like maybe for some people a blowjob is very comfortable like it seemed yeah. like sheena was very down and like knew exactly what she was doing and it was enjoying it and feeling her utmost comfortability in a beach like what is wrong? exactly 
The uncomfortable part is when the guy denies ever having flirted with her. That's uncomfortable. Her giving yeah. the actual blowjob, that act, it's whatever. Like, live your life, dude. James screaming at Raquel early in the season, like all those montages and his text to her and like everyone crying. I was like, when it comes to Jack's, like who's just trying to manufacture some sort of emotion where he's like, I'm kind yeah. of tearing up. Like at the end, I was like, liar. Did he cry when he tried to get Stassi back? I don't think I remember yeah. a, a tear. He did, right? Well, yeah. season two, they go on a date. He takes her, he like picks her up in his white pickup truck and they go to a oh, restaurant. Oh, I remember. And she's like, I'm not interested. And then he like scream cries in the car. We don't see it because the cameras are like filming the actual back Gorgeous of the truck. Scene. But remember, like, we just see like, the audio. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. like, just like scream sobbing and then drops her off. And it's like very dramatic. Highly recommend anyone listening go back and watch that episode because it was like, you know, they're going to be studying that. They're going to be studying that scene at NYU Tisch in 10 years. I'm absolutely yeah. positive. If there is not like a person in the Gallatin program who's like created their own Vanderpump <laughs> Rules study already. Oh, my God. I wish horizon. I could pay $250,000 to watch <laughs> Vanderpump Rules for my degree. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but like everyone is weeping. Jax is faking it. And then Kristen is just like straight up not having it. You're shaking. But so so. I and I at first I when I saw Kristen not having it at first I was like you know that's really cruel and selfish of her but I, again to watch watch James attack her makes me it makes me uncomfortable it just feels really sad and sexist but maybe yeah. I'm being maybe so I don't hate Kristen as much as everyone does I even when Kristen slept with Stassi's boyfriend I just found it funny. Mm-hmm. Um, when drive was on in the background no i mean i've always like i've always lived for dodie's antics like on the show like i think that she's been an integral force like she without her i don't think this show would have crossed over to being like iconic and like important you're so right she she is the under she's underappreciated for what she for, for taking Vanderpump Rules to the level that it is now. Yeah, Agreed. the show was built okay. on her back, and like I don't think people. I mean, I certainly don't think her fellow castmates like give her that kind of recognition because she was like subsequent like she she like destroyed her life in service of this show like in service of everyone and like i think that i really do feel like there's something about her relationship with james that we're not being told or some like missing piece of the puzzle and like we'll just see what comes to light for me all i needed to see and maybe she was abusive to him in return or she was using him for to get back at sandoval but when i saw him spit on her door that's a wrap that's Mm -hmm. a wrap like that i there's no there's no coming back for him regarding her for me with that. Do you, do you guys yeah. see how many prepositions I used? <laughs> Where do you stand on like James? Like, 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 do you like him as a character on the show? Do you have, like, I love, I yeah. love the white Kanye, DJ James Kennedy, Jack mm-hmm. Fox faith, something, something race. <laughs> I, I, I think that he's fantastic. I was actually really pissed when they tried to alienate him off the show because I thought it was to the detriment of the show. 
Um, so I love him as a character. I don't like, I don't, misogyny makes me uncomfortable, obviously, because it's like, as a woman, we are like bullied all the time. And so it's just like triggering to me. Mm -hmm. Um, watching him get sober was really nice for me because it just gave me like, just, it just made me feel good. Um, I like, I like James. I think he's really compelling character. I actually think he's the most compelling character on that show right now. Yeah. Like I root for him. I root for him. It's, it brings up a lot of like nuance. Cause like I, I root for him and I do believe that like you can, I believe that you can have done really bad things when you were using drugs or alcohol that like are like not unforgivable, but just like that can exist at the same time as you getting sober and being like a different person now. But there's like some sort of reckoning with that or like there has to be an area of nuance where it's not, just so like you are either good or you're bad. Like, and I think this show does a good job of like, it shows you like gray areas where you, where there are people that you wouldn't necessarily like root for, but you find something worth liking about them. Like, I mean, that's totally true. Yeah. Like even Stassi at like, like I've never been, I've never been like a Stassi super fan by any means, but like not even season one. No, I mean, she, her meanness, like her meanness scared me. Cause I feel like I had like, I'd known girls like that. I'd grown up like around girls like that and had experienced it. And I was just like that kind of that level of just like, it's just like so mean, like I can't take it. What do you mean? Someone saying I'm the devil. I will disembowel your head. What, that what is scary is like, that? no, that stuff is not <laughs> scary to me. That like all that is kind of just like posturing. Those are words, but I'm like the, the cruelty of just trying to like get everyone against one person and then be like laughing yeah. at them to their face. Like it reminds me of like the girl in the craft that Christine Taylor played. Yeah. The blonde girl who's like racist I in the craft. The craft. That yes. is like, that's like Stasi's like parallel like doppelganger wow. in movie land to me. And that level of like cruelty is like it's fun to watch, but like I don't I don't root for it. But I admit like she's very watchable. Like I'm in I'm compelled by her presence on TV. Except I was not compelled by her and Bo's love story. No, that was that was decompelling. That was repelling. <laughs> and that's also like I kind of wish that we could see like I think the best thing this hopefully becomes like a huge blessing or learning experience for Stasi, like really TBD if that will happen. But like I think the best case scenario is that she could come out of this breaking up with Bo, someone that was clearly using her to get Please. like ahead. And like, if you Please. lose that and truly like become like an empowered woman that you most certainly are, I think that that's like a win at the end of the day. Like maybe it's not, maybe you're not going to be like the star of Bravo. Like, unfortunately that ship has sailed, but like, no you should uh, if it leads her to getting out of this relationship with like a true opportunistic leech of a man then i'm like okay like things aren't as bad as they seem okay two questions well two, one statement to one question statement yes. one we tv is a functioning channel where a lot of people who were on housewives go as phaedra parks has found herself on marriage boot camp so there's always that for saucy two what was the moment that made you think wow Bo is a snake when he 
was doing the like blow up dinosaur costume like wiggling around her apartment and like just being kind of like a it seemed it read as very like camera hog like you're hammy up yeah and i was like i don't trust this hammy energy like to come in off the back of someone who is truly like or was kind of the star or hero of the show who has already a strong personality I feel like it's like you're trying to compete or piggyback on that personality. And it seemed like this way in the reunion, too. He was very like speaking up, making little jokes, being like, what'd you do with your boner? Did you go and rub one out in the bathroom? I'm just like, shut the fuck up, Bo. Sit down and go away. Get out of here. You are not welcome. I'm like, I'm truly in... As as problematic as the women are, I will always root for them over the men's success on the show because I think totally. that they are like very much dragged down and their lives have been made worse by being around Jax Taylor. Like if no one had ever fucked Jax, we probably wouldn't be in this situation that we're in right now. Oh, there would be no VPR. Yeah. None there of would us would be- actually have gotten the gift of Vanderpump Rules. And so for that, so we are, but gift and so it's a devil's bargain. The whole thing is a devil's (laughs) bargain. (laughs) Wild. I always thought that, that, um, Bo changed his story about how much of the show he's seen. Cause at first he said, I saw the pilot and then sometimes he would say, Oh, I've only seen the pilot. I've seen the first season. And it just didn't add up to me. Mm -mm. I thought it was inconsistent. I know. And also it's like, if you dated someone or you met someone that was on a reality show and you really liked them, you'd watch the entire show, wouldn't you? I will say that I tried to get my ex-boyfriend to get into Vanderpump Rules and we broke up because of it. So, so sometimes people that don't like That was actually the universe doing you a favor. <laughs> 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 I don't trust anyone that is not willing to get like sucked into the Vanderpump Rules I universe. Know. Like there's no, like that is like, you're, there's something actually wrong with you if you're not willing to like look into this dark chasm with me and enjoy it. Agreed. So agreed. Agreed. You dodged a bullet, agreed. honestly. You're right. I know, and I love being alone personally. I love having no love in my life. I think it's great. I think I'm winning. Right? I'm like, <laughs> I haven't fucked anyone in two years, so things are going great yeah. for me over here in Vanderbump yeah. family. Joke's on you, Bob. <laughs> You're the one that are missing out, actually. <laughs> um, Lala being asked about the 50 Cent drama. Oh, I, okay, I'm pissed at the show for not covering or acknowledging this i think that that was a disservice and it could have been a radically interesting storyline yeah and they chose they chose i don't know i don't know what they chose and her her being like like what legal if it's all legal like why was he allowed to say everything that he said on instagram and then you are not allowed to like even speak on it like even when she was like a very famous rapper like got into had words with my man and it's like what like let's just call it what it is like 50 cent called randall out on twitter saying give me my money like let's get into it let's get into it and also if if she's um staying with randall let's see randall on the show yeah, where's Let's Randall in Randall. this reunion? I would love to see Randall at the reunion. He's he yeah, I would love that. I would I would love to see Randall's ex-wife who was in you at the mm-hmm. reunion because she's a fantastic actress. And also I'm 
I've been into like I I don't know if I follow Lala or what, but I've been tagged in some of the drama that's gone down between like the wife and Lala because they've had words with each other on social media, and so I'm just extremely interested in like the relationship dynamic that exists with this man who chooses what seem to be like the same type of like woman to enter a relationship with over and over, like young, hot, blonde, reactive. Would you? Do you think Lala would be, do you think Lala will ever get upgraded to Real Housewives and would she be good? I used to think, I would love to see her and Lisa, I think, together on Beverly Hills. I think you could upgrade them. I think the only way Lisa could come back to Beverly Hills is if she had like, um, someone in her corner like lala and lisa seems to have chosen lala as her favorite person on her successor yeah and i think that it used to be saucy but i don't think i think saucy dates down too much and lala is more like opportunistic and like a hustler when it comes to like landing a rich man so lisa game respect game in that aspect and so but i don't know I don't, I feel like this might be like Vanderpump rules might be coming to like an untimely end. I think that, so I think Kyle Richards is over somewhere laughing her ass off with her 18 dogs and Mauricio, because if to, this is such in that a beautiful damaging house, blow in, in that Encino. gorgeous estate. God, I love that fucking Legit. house so much. I wish I could live there. Can I live with you, Kyle Richards? Seriously, like it's gorgeous. She's she had to. She's having the last laugh because this is a debilitating blow to Lisa Vanderpump at the worst time. If it was like if they were shooting for the new season, it would be fine. They could work around this, but because of Corona and the, and our quarantine, which we obviously need to do, like she she's left defenseless, and her show could be canceled outright. And I could see it just being done because like now Bravo has no ties to her. Like they don't need her on Housewives. She like fucked them over by leaving Housewives and refusing to come to any of the reunions, which is a total no, no. It was a bad news on her part. Yeah. I could see them just being like, you're not worth this like PR headache. And like, we're done here. Time will tell the the ratings for the show are still good. Um, the ratings are still good, but we're we'll still good. I'll bet they went up even more. Like I'll bet this reunion has gotten like with the timing of all the firings. I'll bet a lot of people watch the reunion. There's still like an audience there. It's just like, I don't know what could be. I don't know how you like bounce back from this. Maybe it's time um, for Vanderpump dogs and Lucy, Lucy, apple juicy to rear Lucy, her Lucy. ugly. <laughs> Oh, a beautiful head, rather. Excuse me. Fucking moment. I was obsessed with that. That was my you bread were? and butter. Oh, I lived for that drama. I lived for what? it. I don't know what's Wait. wrong with me that I really got like so head over heels obsessed with the Lucy Lucy Apple Juicy of it all. But I truly was like on the edge of my fucking seat. Okay, hot. I have a hot take. Ready? Mm-hmm. My hot take is so I rewatched that season recently because I love Denise Richards and I don't like watching her get bullied mm-hmm. on the current season of RHOBH. And I will actually say that it was good and not bad as I had previously defined it because yeah. you got you get to watch the machinations of them politicking around storylines and it's actually really really fascinating. But it's meta. It's too meta for most people. But yeah, maybe I think we that's like where it because we're, we're, we're like entertainer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. and we're and t- and geniuses in our own right, and like we understand right. the layered You're aspects. Because right. I also just like I like Lisa's, I like 
watching the fall from grace. I love a fall from grace. Story. Oh, so I hate that. Really? I, I don't like watching. I like, I don't like watching a fall from grace. Well, maybe I do because I like watching Kyle um, incriminate herself this season. Mm-hmm. But I don't like watching them attack Denise Richards. No, I don't like that either. And even though I understand kind of where they're coming from with like Denise. I don't understand it all. Take that back. Well, like with Denise being so outspoken last season about like happy endings and stuff. And then to be like. And what about it? Well, I just to then turn around and be like, don't talk about this or like, I see how that could come off as like a judgment or like a moral judgment. Mm-hmm. I don't think they need to harp on it. I don't think it's a big enough deal to like keep coming back to this. Like, why are you saying that? Why did you have to say that? Why do you like, I think Erica Jane, it's like, why do you give a shit about I this? Think that's like, the, I think they're projecting a lot onto Denise Richards because Denise never called them bad moms. Yeah. I So, so. But it's, she's we like don't bringing need to talk their about, insecurities to light. Yeah, I think I think that they're. I mean, if I'm in Denise Richards' presence, I would also be intimidated by one of the most famous American women. She was she was the hottest star at one point. So uh, I yeah. get I get being threatened by her, but I think that there's a lot of projection going on, and I think, I think that Denise had the career that a lot of them wished that they had. Sorry, T. True, actually, very true. And like Sorry, to see Lisa Rinna kind of try and come for her, I'm like, what? Wait, why are you getting involved? And that does read Lisa jealousy. Rinna is a little sweaty, and I think that her time is done Ooh. on that show. I just think we've, I think we've exhausted her storylines. We can't, we can't use her daughters a single season. I'm sorry, we can't do it again. I can't do, I can't get on this train. No, one no more, more time. daughters. We've already had like the two daughters ascent to like fame and stardom. Like you can't have like diet daughters come in and try and take over where the hadids left off yes i think what we need to see are girls handsome nice sons ascending to superstardom that is a story i would follow yeah i'm into that i need a way more garcelle i love garcelle and denise's friendship and i love seeing garcelle be like like truly unwavering loyalty unwavering even in the face of uh, denise's but aaron can we just like one moment talk about Aaron and how scary he is because he terrified me in a way that like I'm like get I'm like we need to get Denise out I'm ready to like SWAT team into her Malibu house and save her from yeah I choose to pretend that moment did not happen and that I didn't Wow, living in denial. <laughs> okay, I see. I see. I just you're just gonna mind gonna my fi- You're just gonna have some five G denial over here. Yes, right. I'm just five Ging over. I just well, because I don't know what their relationship. Maybe that's their kink. I don't know. <laughs> I, who am I to judge? You know, I don't have a man, so I don't know how people talk when they're in relationships. So I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I hope that she's okay. I hope she's not in an abusive relationship. I pray to God because I love her. She's been through too much. But yeah. I don't know. Mm, yeah, justice for Denise Richards. Justice, justice for Denise for Denise. Honestly, if she told me not to say something, I would not say it, and I'd never question her again. Exactly, I'd be like, you know, way better than kids. me. Yeah, yeah, she's she's a saint. She adopted Charlie's kids at one point. Like she it seems like a good person. Also, an Aquarius. I'm just saying. Oh, I love as a Gemini. Aquarians and I get along famously. So. Gemini. What what are your other two placements? Um, Gemini, Sun, and Wait, Moon. Wait, what's your birthday? May 30th. Oh my God. So happy birthday. Happened. Thank you. Um, Gemini sun and moon Leo rising. Wow. Mm-hmm. What about you? Gemini sun, moon, Leo rising. I am a Pisces sun, a 
Capricorn moon and a Scorpio rising. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I have a lot of emotions. I cry every day. (laughs) 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 I'm crying. (laughs) Weeping, weeping. Lala telling Raquel she's forgotten her place. We kind of went over that with like, don't project on me what you reflect. That's what's not going to happen. It's just, I think Lala can't, Lala had the potential to be the next Dossi and she has just been underwhelming because she constantly recalibrates her personality every season based on friendships and fans, uh, fan fan feedback. And I just don't, I don't think that you can make a sustainable career in reality TV if you're not true to whoever the hell you are. Absolutely. Did you catch the moment where Stassi whispered to Bo, Lala might be bipolar? Bipolar. Problematic tough also do you know what bipolar means and like how it manifests because i would not that's not where my head would have gone i was like lala has rage issues and she's like a dry drunk like yeah she, she just has a lot of i mean she has seems like she's still reeling from her father's death yeah and you know where the best place to reel it's not on television that's for damn sure no or if you're gonna reel on television like reel all the way out you know Yes, yes, yes. We want to see you absolutely spiral Kristen Doty style. Mm-hmm. Doty style. Um, <laughs> when Andy was like, he did be Doty style. Did he? Doty oh, with real housewives. <laughs> with real housewives. And then he's like, nope. I was like, yes. <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh. I was actually, so I've, I was surprised how much I enjoyed the reunion because I thought I was going to be exhausted by the Zoom format, but it was entertaining. Yeah, I thought part one, I was like, felt like it lasted way too long. And even this kind of felt like it dragged a little bit towards the end. I was like, we're still doing this. Like, it just like, I feel like the reunions could be a tight 35 minutes, maybe instead of like 48. Let's keep it 100. Yeah, let's just like keep it rolling, keep it moving. But I was I was more entertained this week. And like, can I just say I was loving Sheena's quarantine footage that she has a boyfriend who can pick her up like okay, a kettlebell. You like that? Oh, I was like, literally all I ever want is to like lay on a man's back and like have him do a bunch of push-ups. Like that is my kink. And so oh, if my a man could pick me up with one arm and hold me over his head triumphantly, that I would die of happiness. Like I'll stop podcasting. And if I ever stop podcasting, you'll know it's because I met a man that did that to me. Like I'm fully in for a kettlebell pickup what in the world i (laughs) thought that was the weirdest display of affection i have ever seen and i watch pornography and i have ever seen in my entire life to see him switch from arm to leg to biceps to neck i was like this man needs to see a chiropractor because i'm concerned for his joint (laughs) i don't want to like crawl all over him like sheena was doing like the spider crawls like i nervous like like a ferret that has yeah, lost no. its way in a sleep. I'm not, I'm not like a sugar glider, not trying to like sugar glider on my boyfriend, but I like would love a one, one arm pickup. Like that's just where I stand. That's my truth. That's what I realized. I would love like a oh, one arm pickup. I loved, I kind of loved the Bubba's quarantine, like I love karaoke. Bubba. I, I usually don't love them, but I love, I thought that they were cute. I thought they did a great performance this reunion. Yeah, they were the cute. Cor- and the, Jackson and the Britney's, was cute. Yeah, their tournaments darked me out. They felt really performative and like not like an actual representative of the darkness that we're 
Could you imagine if you and I lived together and we're just hanging out in our apartment, just chilling. And I was like, hey, I have an idea. Do you want to do a tournament? And you were like, sure. What does it entail? And I was like, drink a shot, play a basketball, like do a cornhole. What are you? Have you lost all sense? Absolutely not. Grow up. Read a book. How about that? (laughs) I would move out. Play Sudoku. There are infinite amounts of ways to entertain yourself that don't involve doing a two-person tournament. That's actually not how tournaments work. They need more than two people to be functional. No, it's not a thing. I'd be like, can't we just like lay out at the in the next to the pool and like read on the Kindle? They, like, what's going on? They have nothing in common but the show. And the reason why jo- Jacks like attack <laughs> Jocks. The reason why, the reason the rain in Spain goes mainly by the plane. The reason why Jocks <laughs> attached himself to Britney is because she humanized him to the audience in a way that nothing on earth he could ever contrive could possibly do. Yeah, and now it's like that facade is slipping. Exactly. The cracks are showing. Took- I'm like this tournament. I don't trust it for a fucking second. It's dark. It's empty. And I mean, he's yeah, yeah. It is absolutely absolutely unbelievable and that's the problem with vanderpump rules is that the season was unbelievable and not in the way that's good in the way that says we are really we are really producing and god bless we love the producers of vpr we love the editors of vpr but you know yeah something was wrong something ain't right it's hard eight seasons is hard yeah Dodie has a new boyfriend named alex that she's been dating for a month. It was like, good luck with that project. That was, oh my God. The idea that she and uh, Stassi bought a house as this all is unfold. I'm stressed. Like I'm, I'm, act- stressed. I'm stressed for their mortgage because I would be like, I would not be well if I was in their position having okay. bought a house and then just lost my full blown like main source of income. Dorit style is the house in Stasi and Bo's name. No, it's in Stasi's name and he pays her rent. He mm. he's he I don't think could get on the I don't think he could get on like the whatever the ownership of the house because he's had like bankruptcy issues in the past. Wow. And doesn't have like good credit. So and I don't know how much money he makes, but I'm uh, pretty sure it's nowhere near what she's bringing in. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure what he does. Um, is uh, Kristen's boyfriend an opportunist and a psycho? I don't think so. I think he is. I think he actually is like a real estate investor. Okay, good for her. And apparently worth like 20 mil or something like that. Okay, good for so her. I was like, All right. I would love it if this is like her happily ever after and she like gets married and pregnant and like like rides off into the sunset with him and we don't really have to hear from her again i think that's probably the most healthy thing that could come of all this for yes i I would love if Kristen doty became like a john f kennedy type and dedicated her (laughs) life towards fighting um racial inequality i think that that would be the turn of the century that would be amazing. And then like making like James May, like all the proceeds from James May go to like Black Lives Matter. Is that her brand? Movies. Yeah. Her t-shirt line. James May? 
Yeah, it's like an what unclear. I don't know. Everyone has to have like a James in their brand, and I don't really understand it. Like all these like white celebrities, like you have Reese Witherspoon, Draper James, Elizabeth and James. You had for a while. You have Uncommon James with Kristen Cavallari, and now in James May. It's just like people love a James. Wow. Wait, can we pivot one second? Kristen Cavallari. What happened there? What do you think? I think that their marriage just was like not built to last. I don't Did think he cheated on with the friend. I don't think he cheated on her with the friend. I think the friend kind of courted controversy when she posted, like she knew what she was doing when she posted that like bracelet pic of her and the guy like having like a margarita by the lake. But I don't think, I don't think that she cheated. I just think she doesn't. I think she, Kristen Cavallari probably has a lot of money and just doesn't want to be on reality TV anymore. Honestly, I respect people who quit reality TV. Yeah. When you know that it's like not the move and not the way you want your like shit aired out in public, like you should quit. Exactly. Shout out to Kim Fields. Quit while you're ahead. It never really hurt anyone. <laughs> quit <laughs> yes, before you quit- can get fired. <laughs> Quitters always win. You know the saying. Yeah, that's how it goes. You've been told lies leading up to this point. <laughs> But it made me sad that everyone like has to weigh in with their approval of Kristen's new man because I'm like, she's dating again. Yeah, well, she has like her new boyfriend. Are we in quarantine? How did she get a boyfriend and a husband in the time that I've gotten? Not even oh no a no no lady? not Kristen Cavallari. I meant Dodie. Oh, okay, I meant excuse Dodie. me. Okay, great. Okay. <laughs> no, also, no, Kristen, I was, also, also Kristen managed to get into a new relationship in these I know, uncertain times. WTF? Yeah, a month and a half in quarantine is very curious timing. Um, I'm happy for her. I hope Stassi says that he's a, he seems like a good normal person, and Carter was was a bad guy who used dye on his beard. So I'm happy for Kristen. I hope that she um is uh, stops being racist. Yeah, I think they think that things could look up for her. I think number one, if she stops being racist and number two, if she just like completely dislocates herself from this friend group, like all together. Yeah. What do you make of their falling out? Like between Katie, uh, Stassi and Kristen. What do I make between the falling out between? Oh, like, I hate that. Story. Yeah. Like I where do you it stand with that? Well, it, I, I mean, they are, I think everyone's entitled to say, hey, I don't want to be friends with you anymore. That's totally rational. But what I do believe is that ultimately, I, what I, it's just, I, it was hard to latch on to why. And they tried to explain it over and over again, but I just couldn't get behind it. I just thought, you've been dealing with Kristen and her unhingedness for so long. Can you please just keep dealing with her for the sake of this show? Yeah. I don't like when they have to like X her out of events because I want to see them fight. I don't think that, exactly. the, and I don't believe the people of Vanderpump Rules or the cast of Vanderpump Rules should be given any sort of power when it comes yes. to who gets invited and who doesn't. Like that makes no sense. If all the housewives have to film together, you guys should have to all film I together. I completely agree, and I think that the show suffers because of the politics of who's who's not coming to whose pool party, which was a funny storyline. But otherwise, it's like get these people in a room so they can yell at each other. Because otherwise, the show is not really as exhilarating. Yeah, also, we need let's- conflict. And to watch that conflict play out, you all have to be in the same space as each other. So I'm not exactly. clear on where they get like a pass on hanging out and filming. Let's talk about Stassi saying that she's the Beyonce of the Flynn group. And then them talking shit about Kelly Rowland, which was offensive, anti-black, <laughs> disgusting, 
um you know you know send them i send them send them to to send them to a deserted island because it was horrible i hated it really rich timing for Stassi to be like invoking like literally a, a queen Stop. and a black woman as like a representation of like who she is as a person i was like whoa like where where do the aggressions stop like keep Beyonce's name out of your mouth and don't you dare talk ill of Kelly Rowland who has fantastic skin and a fantastic voice and her single can be found on all streaming platforms. Please listen. She's and great. fantastic she's style. I follow her like she's a great follow for this outfits alone. She really is. I think she's gorgeous. I will say people have said that I look like her. So maybe that's where my um, attention to hers from but i i, I like can see a, a kelly adjacent vibe for sure now yeah, that stassi saying that was like completely a no it just it just comes across really really bad considering well it's also like i feel like a very it's very like a white girl thing to say if you're not the beyonce shut up don't talk no. about beyonce <laughs> don't you dare speak about beyonce you go to jail for that you go to jail for that. You're in white girl jail now. <laughs> Sandoval and Schwartz, it's revealed, raised 50K for TomTom Tom employees. And I love that they, the 5% shareholders of TomTom, Tom, were charged with the job of figuring out a way to pay their employees during a pandemic. And that it was Lisa actually Miss Worth $175 million or $75 million but is she actually muster up. Yeah, I mean, TBD. But it's also just like, I'm like, you're sus. It was all. very honorable to watch them, to have them raise that much money um, for their employees. I think that Tom and Tom seem like um, fine people. I don't know what their politics are or if they're racist or anything. Um, but I I think that that's really, really shows like some, at least some good character. I don't know. I have a hard time calling these people good because it's like, I'm going to call this guy a good person and then cut to them wearing blackface. Like, I don't want to be surprised like that. Yeah, I mean, at this point, anything is possible with this crew, but it's also like they flip flop. And I think that's kind of, I mean, racism aside, one of the fun parts of watching the show as an audience member is because you get to like you flip flop in alliances over the years and seasons. Um, like as a viewer, but I don't know the Tom and Katie's relationship really darks me out. Like when he was screaming at her this season, which I feel like got very glossed over. Yeah. I mean, it was ignored. People were like, Oh, well that's just Tom. It's like, actually that's not an appropriate way to talk to any white. If my husband talked to me like that at firstly, if I had a husband, it would never, you wouldn't even have a husband that talked to you like that because you would never allow someone that you're even dating to speak to you in that way. Yeah, it's it's definitely definitely it's it's more than problematic. It is red flag city. But again, that show suffers from misogyny. And let's let's like let's sp- speak truth to power. <laughs> let's. <laughs> let's. <laughs> I am on one. Honestly, guys, I watched I I'm Not Your Negro this morning and so I've been in a mood all day. Recommend James Bond. That'll do it. Yeah. No, I just watched that this week and it was so good. Highly recommend. It's so beautiful. It's beautiful. It has has me quoting like it has me singing like gospel. Like (laughs) I am just on one like truly. 
Like it's <laughs> I love in the best way that energy into the Vanderpump sphere. It's like yes, why yes. not? Why not? Shout out. Yes. I like to think of myself as the uh, Martin Luther King of reality TV discussions. Hey, someone's got to fill someone's got to fill the void in this space. Oh my god, don't do not en- enable me. <laughs> <laughs> Shut me down when I talk this nonsense. I'm obsessed with Jackson Britney's dogs like barking in the background. Oh, yes. and I Katie's love like, any dog. She's like, "God, you guys totally can you ruined- please?" Yeah. They ruined Kristen's moment. Also, I love that Kristen always get the sh- gets the shit end of the shit stick, even when she's like trying to get like some semblance of why her friends hate her. Like she can't even get that properly. Yeah, it's like there's just no learning curve. There's just no learning curve for her. Like it's like these yeah. women are always going to turn on you. That's the nature of the witches of WeHo from the start has always been like two versus one in some aspect. I think that's 100%. the nature of like a triangulated friendship where it's like, it's always going to be uneven and like, you're either going to be in or out, you're out and like move on. Like these people don't have your back. They're not actually invested in like long term trying to be there for you and like cut your losses and get the hell out. What I will say is I really do see the balance between how, um, Kristen and, and Katie, treated Stasi and alienated her when they thought that she should take back Jack when she was dating that guy Nick I thought season one or season two. Oh Frank. Yeah. Frank Frank Frank. Yeah. What a piece yeah, of work. that was psychotic where they just yeah. like fully were just like Jax isn't that bad. But what's psychotic is everyone's maintained that viewpoint on Jax since season one. He's been given like over and over and over this pass and it's just like what does he have to does he like actually have to like murder someone for you guys to be like this is not okay like what does he have on these people that they keep coming back for more like he's not totally. that great to be around he he's cannot not a good be, friend he's not a good friend i really would go but, as far to say he's not a good fuck like i just can sense his fuck energy isn't that good yeah and so what then well so here's the thing i think so back to flip-flopping I will say that I've never flipped flop on Ariana. I am team horse girl for life. Mm -hmm. But with Jax, I think, and this is like getting Hollywood, but is their inability to abandon Jax actually just them being attached to the lifeboat that is the Vanderpump rules and acknowledging that he is the star. He's the highest paid cast member. And so when they, when they they're not willing to chastise him because they're just not willing to indict the show. Yeah, probably. I'm uh, it's also (laughs) okay great that's all no yeah done but like also what was fascinating is when Stassi and Kristen get fired like I feel like this cast really has taken so much pride in like aligning themselves or like likening themselves to the cast of friends where they're like we band together to like get bigger paychecks and like all that and I'm like where is your friends esque? Yeah, like they like they're trying to like they were trying to model after friends. They're like we're modern day friends. Like this is who we are. Where was their friends esque? Like where were those alliances yesterday? You know what I mean? Where's the alliance? Like it's so they're so thin. Like they don't things that they say have no weight because like if you're really aligned with each other and you're gonna stand up for each other. Wouldn't you, if you're like making these packs, be like, if you fire them, you fire all of us, or something like that? It's like, well, no. because they know that they would Thirsty just cancel Hollywood the show. People. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, Craven. I mean, the the difference between Friends and them is the Friends were actually really talented comedic actors, and <laughs> these are just the most Craven people that Hollywood could scrape together for a show. Truly, <laughs> the bottom of the barrel of like Hollywood entertainers. Yeah. <sighs> what am I missing? Anything? I feel like I'm looking at my notes. I feel like I have a lot that we've covered. What are your like final feelings and like where do we leave things? Um, I think that reunion should be two parts at most, mm-hmm. um, less of Atlanta. Uh, I think where do we leave things with this show? I I think that it's time for Jax to sail off into the sunset and say goodbye because I find him to be such a rebukable, disgusting monster garbage person and the idea that he is going to outlast Stassi and Kristen is laughable because he is just as guilty of monstrosities including theft which was caught on camera um and including having sex with um faith in front of an old person which counts as elder abuse an elderly um, person that was like under hospice care of some like a 95 year old woman that was not right exactly Exactly. Yeah. So I, I think that it's time for his ship to sail. Reddit, if you, if, if, if anybody who is on Reddit is under the sound of my voice, heed my call <laughs> to action. It is time for the revolution against Jason, Jack, Taylor. Are you with me? Say yes. <laughs> yes! yes! <laughs> You're like action items today. <laughs> no, but legit. Oh, and then also go protest and fight on um, inequality and police brutality. And let's um, get everybody. Let's like support each other. That stuff. But on the more frivolous stuff, Vanderpump yeah. Rules. It's time to get Jax out of there. Clean house, except for Charlie. And except for Anna. Charlie and Danica. I guess you can keep Dana on. Like we'll give her and another Ariana. Shot. Ariana no, gets to a- stay. Don't give Dana another shot. She is who she is. We saw her. We saw her stand up set. Okay, we got it. I got yeah. it. It's cool. Get some black people on the show. Get some people of color on the show. Get some. Get Billy back. Hey, let's let's do a it. A triumphant let's, return for Billy Lee. Where do you? What about Lala? Lala go or Lala stay? La. If Lala commits to being herself, I would like to see another season. But if she refuses to be anything other than someone who is just recalibrating her personality every five minutes, depending on the trend, get her out. I don't want to see it. I liked, I liked what Lala had to give initially. So I would like to see that Lala back. Otherwise I think we're good. Mm -hmm. James and Raquel stay. James and Raquel stay because Raquel seems like a nice person. Yeah, she seems like she seems like lovely enough, clueless enough that she brings a lot of levity. And I, I like to see James on his sobriety journey. I think that that's really important for people to see someone working on being sober um, and maintaining that and and being skeptical and then turning around to save his own life. So I think that that is a blessing. Yeah. And Sheena, obviously, is now ascends to the throne and resumes her rightful place as queen. Sheena is without Eddie Seabron, we would not have Vanderpump rules. So let's mm-hmm. give respect where respect is due. Sheena Shea <laughs> is a gift and she has bled out more than anybody for the show. We should, I think what we need to do is take the footage of her getting her eggs frozen and play that next season. I would watch 17 episodes of that for Sheena. You've got to subscribe to her YouTube because she is constantly uploading okay, I videos. I don't know about that. 
I mean, let's just like if you're gonna stand, you need to stand all the way. I think more of them should start. It's like Sheena unfiltered. I'm into just like Sheena having her like celebrating her journey of life. It's not something I need to check in on every day, but it's something that I know is there. And I take I like it makes me feel warm and fuzzy just to know that she's doing her. And then I can check it like once a month and catch up on the shenanigans of Sheena Shea. I listened to Sheena Shea on Danny Pellegrino's podcast, and I thought it was a really compelling episode. Speaking mm-hmm. of, what do you think of the editor who was like, I I um, ruined Sheena's life on purpose, and Sheena should be nice to me? I'm like, the joke's on her because Sheena's life is hardly ruined. I don't know. I don't know if there is such a thing as giving Sheena a great edit because she is just like so who she is. Like, I don't don't think that you can either damn her or save her. She just is Sheena. And that's part of the magic. You're right. I would say that it's all happening and it is good as gold. Mm -hmm. I would agree. 1000%. (laughs) Thank you so much for being on. Oh my gosh. Thank you for having me. Please, if anybody has listened to anything and thinks that I should be canceled, I just want to apologize for any insensitive comments I made. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Tell everyone where they can find you. Please find me on Instagram at Z-I-W-E-F. That's Z-Way-F. And find me on Twitter at Z-I-W-E. That's Z-Way. Oh, Watch me on Instagram Live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Next Thursday, which is, I don't know, June something, I'll be interviewing Caroline Calloway, Gertie Bird, and Chloe Feynman from SNL. Oh, my God. Caroline Calloway? I'm obsessed. Chloe Feynman, Caroline Calloway, and Greta Teitelman. Um, It's going to be a hot show. I cannot wait. 8 p.m. Thursday z-a-way-f on instagram my god i'm obsessed i'm tuning in yeah please tune in it's gonna be hot send me questions if you have any pitches (laughs) Uh, yeah i will i have a lot of questions tbh firstly how secondly why not? yeah how being my number one (laughs) that is i'm living in truly a place of how day in and day out for this entire year yeah so if anyone knows the answer to how please let a bit thank know. you for having me it was such a it was this is so much fun thank you i love this show you're yeah awesome. thank you i think you're awesome too and until next time bye bye i know i'm feeling because i know i know i'm feeling because i know i know 